Hey, this is Mike. Hey, this is Kaz, and you are listening to Two Broke Wash Snobs, the only wash podcast that knows if you ask no questions, you'll be told no lies. You have made it all the way to episode 203, 200, Hundo 3. Can we bring back Hundo? Hundo? Not Hondo and Naka, but Hundo. Instead of saying 100, <laughs> just say Hundo. Hundo? Yeah. Yeah, why not? Why not? Fuck them. This is our show. Michael, how are you? <laughs> how are you? You are, how, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. Um... Sunday morning. Uh, you've surveyed your land. You've you've inspected the horses with their blankets. The horses are so cute, right? <clears throat> the the horses and the cows are so cute. Uh I I just love living here. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you, this is going to be a very interesting episode in that um, we have an historic uh, risk check to do. Um, we also. I guess it's in the fashion of the season. We have to do a holiday, like gift episode. You know what I mean. J- judging from our chat, though, I think it's it's going to be a little different um, than the the previous ones because I asked you yesterday, uh, and you don't really have a bunch of watches to recommend. I really don't have. I, I think we have a total two watches. Technically, have like one that. watch. Because the thing is, I don't like the stupid. I don't like when shows are just like. Or I shouldn't just say shows because people get mad if I do that. I don't like no fuck it. I don't like when shows are just like 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 oh for this holiday gift guide for that special someone in your life if they like if they're looking for a sporting watch you can get them this and you can check our Amazon link and blah blah blah. It's just it gets incredibly tiresome because here's the reality. This is this is the sad reality. If you have a watch uh, enthusiast in your life and you really want to get them a nice watch, you know, for the holidays mm-hmm. or whatever. Don't. Just don't. Yeah. You're never going to get them the watch they want, unless, obviously, your name is, your name is Michael Pignante, and you colluded with 24 <laughs> other TBWS folk, which we'll get to in my wrist check in a minute. But, like, it is literally impossible, unless you unless you collect with your spouse. There's plenty of spouses, spouse-eye, <laughs> who collects together, and then, obviously, you know what he or she may want. That's fine. But if you just don't get a watch person a watch for the holidays... Um, you could get them like a gift card for a watch or you can get them cash and say, oh, I wanted to get you a watch, but I didn't know what to get you. So here, they would appreciate that. But if you have to, for some reason, get someone a gift because let's acknowledge this, you want to feel good about you, then this episode should be helpful with some tips and things you might be able to get, right? Mm-hmm. I'm very yeah. cynical in regard to gift giving if you haven't been able to tell. <laughs> Even though I love this time of year. I love this season, man. Yeah, we did some holiday shopping. Um Last night, uh, we were buying gifts and uh, still have to pick up a couple, but it's it's a good time. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, I enjoy it. Something something will be coming your way also. Something else. No, no. <laughs> I don't. No. I like I like how there was a two year ceasefire. <laughs> for the there gift was peace. War. There was peace, Michael. We had we had peace in the gift war. Now now look at us amidst amidst the U.S. election. We've taken the opportunity to continue our gift war, right? With a with a Moab, just boom. <laughs> Come Total on. Moab. Come on, man. Right, if you want to do this, we're doing this. I'll 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 okay. I'll resume the gift war on my end as well. <laughs> Becky still has her Disney discount for a little while longer until the end of the year. <laughs> this is gonna happen. You just got a new house, right? <laughs> I good. picture. Do you, do you guys go into the parks? 
I picture you in full hazmat just raiding, raiding kiosks left and right with the discount. We, we, we haven't gone. We actually have not gone to Disney since all this stuff got announced. So February, I haven't been back wow. to property, wow, which is tough for me. But yeah, no, but I, I, I think I told the story when my wife was losing her cast discount. Did, did, did I tell that story on air? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, We all that was was online. We went and bought everything online. We spent cool. all that money online. I'm not going not going in the parks because um, there's a really interesting phenomenon that happens in Disney, regardless of the fact if there's a pandemic going on, uh, old people, middle-aged folk, and young folk alike, um, they develop this odd predilection to lick their fingers, touch their mm-hmm. eyes, and touch other people's eyes when they're in Disney property. <laughs> and I don't want it's- that. That's a sign of affection in some places, I yeah, think. Yeah, I don't want to be affected towards. I, don't <laughs> I saw want... that on, on Discovery Channel once. <laughs> yeah, no, that's just, you know, I don't mean to be insensitive to other people's cultures, but don't don't stick your fucking lick fingers in my eyeballs. <laughs> I'll literally stab you with my house keys. <laughs> you know? Oh, boy. Can you imagine, that? Can you imagine that headline? Germophobic hypochondriac kills toddler with keys in Disney. It's like, oh my God, what? I have to read this story. <laughs> what is 2020 come to? <laughs> what is 2020 come to? Oh, Michael, what are we going to do? But here, let us do this. Michael, for the 203rd-ish time, would you like to do? would you like to do an audio risk check with me? For sure. Let's do it. You want to go first start. or should I? I can go first. You should probably go first. Save save the big reveal. Um, I'm excited about this one. Let me take it off so I can get a good look at it. Uh, I haven't talked about it on air just yet. Are we taking our shirts off? (laughs) Taking our shirts off. I already started. Um, This show just kicked into awesome mode. I'm sorry. I I, I interrupted you. I have with me a uh, stainless steel. They call it the Timex... um, camper reissue Wee. the reference is tw2r 583 all right time x um <laughs> their, their their references suck <laughs> so bad <laughs> so so this is um this is a 36 millimeter reissue of the timex camper which is the design that went back i think pretty close to the original sort of resin case yeah i'm looking um, at it now military watches uh so same kind of specs a little bit different visually and what's interesting is that this i think when this first came out it was intended to be this kind of uh limited edition for japan timex does that a lot Mm. uh and japan gets some really cool timex models by the way so if you could if you can score one it's a pretty good find so let me send you the link that I have and I mean I I had been I had been missing for a couple years now my my old Smiths um, which I guess you can consider the the UK equivalent of a watch like this Timex camper um, so this thing has the same kind of vibes it's got an acrylic crystal it's gorgeous come on yeah yeah and I think it was 50 bucks how how so how how is this your first MK1 experience? Timex MK1 experience? This is my first. So I was going to get the MK1, uh, and I think this exists in a different sort of family. I, w- I was going to get the MK1, the one that's all black, but I didn't want something in forty millimeters. I wanted it something. It says in MK1 on here. 
Oh, does it? It says Camper MK1 in the top in the breadcrumbs if you look. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, look at that. I guess maybe it's all part of the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. Same design. Um, so I was going to get the, the MK1 in all black, but I didn't want something in 40. Uh, yeah, I guess this is my first MK1 Timex military experience. <laughs> how, how do you like it? I like it a lot. I like that, um, you know, just a time-only watch with a, this sort of military field watch dial and the acrylic crystal on a black NATO um, it has all those kind of vibes that you get with something like, um, you know, an IWC Mark 11 or, um, something along the lines of the Smiths, uh, W10. Um, and yeah, I'm just, I'm glad that Timex has these, uh, these watches and, and this bit of their history to pull from to make these reissues actually happen, yeah. um, you know, at an accessible price point. And you're, this, you're in this thing for 50 bucks, you said? Yeah, yeah. On Amazon, too. Because I, I, I was I was just searching on Google first um, for a 36-millimeter camper reissue, and some, some of them came out. Um, there's a mechanical one. That's oh, pretty sure. cool. cool. I didn't want mechanical. I wanted quartz. Mm. Um, and then I found this one, and I found out that it was a, a Japan reissue or something like that. I, I just searched for it on Amazon, and I actually got it on Prime. Uh, so I don't know. I don't know if it was intended to be something, but maybe people didn't buy them, or if if I just have the model wrong. But um, there was a uh, there was an article calling this a uh, Japanese market thing. So let me send you that too. Okay. We can link to it so folks don't think that I'm crazy. How do you feel? But, I mean, quality wise, are you happy with the? with the experience here because the thing is i have an mk1 as well i have one of the i actually have the um aluminum case uh, mk1 quartz chrono and i love that and i know people are afraid like oh it's under 100 bucks and it's a timex how (laughs) nice can it actually be it's not the situation where we're gonna sit here and be like oh man it feels like a swiss four thousand dollar watch for 50 like no it is clearly like a 50 or a hundred dollar watch but that doesn't necessarily mean it's bad i love the quality on mine the quality is yours is yours is a a stainless steel case this is this is an aluminum right it's stainless steel and the lugs are fixed i don't know if that's the same case with yours oh no the lugs are part of the lugs are part of the case it all comes out together um so it's it's pretty it's actually very very hefty um, for a 36 millimeter watch probably feels similar to uh, CWC uh, G10 uh, those those time only uh, watches that they make um, but yeah no the, the quality is great and you have to remember that when these were issued or when um, you can buy them uh, they were the ones that actually saw action I think were resin cases so even crappier yeah. <laughs> I mean certainly uh probably even less solid than aluminum not saying that the aluminum doesn't feel solid but if uh, i don't think you should worry too much because people collect the resin cases um and the resin case watches probably saw more action than than you would in regular (laughs) life so um, in quarantine working my cushy job at at a at a desk yeah yeah exactly so and the ticking isn't loud so i used to have a long time ago i had an easy reader and i had a weekender weekender is very loud so loud 
loud watches. I was working in a place and uh, the guy like 10 feet away from me in another cubicle had one. And in very quiet moments, I could hear it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. man, he's got to put like a sock over his wrist or something. Cause that's just, <laughs> that is just really bothering me. <laughs> yeah. No, but I, I, I love it. I, I just, you know, I, I wear it on a, uh, on an 18 millimeter. That's what it, that's what it fits by the way. The lugs are 18 mil. That's so and, cool. And, uh, I just have it on a black, uh, blue shark. It comes with some kind of strap. The, uh, I'm looking at the, the buckle. It's weird. The, yeah, the fabric is fine. The buckle is a little bit weird. Um, it's nice. It, it's it's a nice quality, but I just um, with a 36 millimeter watch, it looks really cool when you add a tiny bit of heft mm. with with a with a NATO. So, yeah, I dig it. There's there's probably a couple photos on the Instagram if if you want to see it on wrist as well. But I'll go dig it up. Yeah, that's what I've been wearing. Super cool. Very very cool. Aha! Is it my turn? The, the the time has come. Let it be known that on the I think on the third or the fourth night of Hanukkah, um, <laughs> I have to I have to go and look at her. I have to go and look at how many candle how many candle like 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 wax piles there are on the menorah to remember what night we're on. I think it's three, the, three the or third, four, and the third Sunday of Advent. Right? <laughs> yes. On the on the on the third night of Hanukkah, my true loves gave to me. True loves being um, you, Michael, and a collection of people on the TBWS Patreon Slack um, had given me a watch, but also the gift of remembering that I have friends and kind people exist and blah, 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 all this crap. Here's the punchline. Everyone got so fucking annoyed with me talking about this watch that apparently they all came together uh, and they got it, so... Um, I am wearing with an incredible just gratitude. I, I am wearing for this wrist check the Omega Seamaster 2541. Quartz. I mean, literally rendered speechless because so many people colluded, including my wife. <laughs> no collusion. Colluded, colluded. There was collusion. You know what I mean? There's collusion in the empire. Um, Michael and I were getting ready for the show and then I guess you texted my wife like like unleash hell or now or something like that and then as you and I were talking she brought the box in here and you <laughs> recorded my reaction on the fucking before the clap we do for um, uh, it's one of the Patreon tiers or something and um, it is literally the perfect watch for me I can and I know that sounds hyperbolic but the fact of the matter is the height, the weight, and the size of the watch are perfect on my wrist. This is also like the nicest bracelet ever in terms of just like the comfort. Mm-hmm. And um, I love the diver's clasp, or, like the extension. I'm never going to use it unless like I, need, I get like super fat and have to use it. But like um, the diver's extension is pretty sweet on here as well. But yeah, I just don't. It's also really weird because I'm still kind of speechless. I will say two things. I don't know how I lived my life friend zoning this watch for as long as I had done it because I was I was courting this watch for a long time, Michael, as you and everyone else you knows. Were. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, you were. And then I reached a point where I'm like, eh, you know what? I don't, 
I feel like maybe I don't like it for the right reasons or like I can't find a good example, blah, blah, blah. I'm just going to let it go. So um, that's the first thing. Like I just, I, I don't know how I lived as a watch enthusiast so long denying myself this watch. <laughs> the second thing is um, I have the... I have the urge to just burn all my other watches, which I'm pretty sure is just a sign of the honeymoon phase. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's hard though. It's hard when when I because I I shipped it to myself before sending it to you because I wanted to inspect it. Right. And um, there's a fire engine over here that must have heard me say I'm going to burn something. So I guess I, <laughs> have a bit of a hair trigger on that. They don't like when you and, say that. <laughs> no, and. Uh, yeah, I, I got it out of the box and I took the plastic out and I just, um, I don't think I've ever handled a Seamaster from that era that was also quartz. So I don't know what I was expecting. I had also recently handled a GMT, right. same case and build. Um, and I just thought to myself, he's he's going to have a hard time wearing anything else. <laughs> he's, he's really going to, because I know I would. I know I would. It's perfect. It, it's honestly yeah. just perfect. Uh, for me, like it fills the spot that my sumo was filling for a long time because my sumo is like my fun blue sort of weekendy vacationy watch. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And it's still great at that, but this thing smokes that just because it's quartz. The reason, and you can yeah. all, you can all, you can all send me your fucking hate mail. I don't. I really don't give a shit. I just, just to clarify, I say this every episode. I don't want anyone to listen to the show anymore. So I will go out of my way to insult each and every one of you fuckers. Um, I don't give a fuck what you people say. The reason this watch is great is because it's a quartz. Mm-hmm. If yeah. it was mechanical, it would be a little too heavy. It would be a little too thick, and like I would enjoy it, but I wouldn't be enjoying it as much as I am now. But the fact that it is quartz. It's perfect. Michael. You remember in San Francisco, I think it was when we first saw the newer ceramic dial Seamasters. Uh, and we asked, you know, this is pretty cool, but did do you know if Omega also makes it in quartz? Oh, yeah. And the guy was like, yeah, no, they don't it, do that anymore. His, like, just a fuse went off. I, I don't think he understood what was happening. He's like, quartz? What? No, no. What? No, Are you from they, the past? They don't, they don't do that. <laughs> I, I, I did that at an Omega boutique here. I asked them like I'm like I'm like oh do you have any like um you know uh, I asked them I think I asked her if they had any quartz like Aquaterra models or whatever and like they were yeah. equally perturbed. They're like uh, no we only as if I was like as if I was like Gestapo testing them. You know what I mean? Like 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 oh we hear your uh, sympathizers in the store like oh no oh no 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 not no not at all we only have. <laughs> Uh, we only have mechanical watches. You're only mechanical <laughs> watches here, sir. Mm-hmm. Yep, you know what I mean? To my <laughs> clicking leather boots as I walked in in and around the store. Like, I had that level... Um, I apologize if that's offensive. I had that level <laughs> of, like, reaction when I'm just, like, I'm, like, I'm like, like where's the quartz watches? They're like, oh, there's only, there's only, only mechanical watches here, sir. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I yeah. don't know. I just... it it The quartz stigma needs to be... If there's any kind of final solution we need, it's to eradicate court stigma. Okay, that's yes. just that's just what's happening right now. I'm seeing I'm seeing how far I can take this conceit. By the way, um, <laughs> I would, I'm going to end it here. Don't worry. <laughs> this extended <laughs> illusion. Um, the reason the Seamaster, the reason this Bond Quartz Omega Two Five Four One Seamaster is so good is because it's quartz. Yeah. So I can. I. 
it me saying thank you to you michael and thank you to everyone on the patreon slack for making this possible is not enough i don't know what to do but i'm going to do something <laughs> to get back at everyone that made this possible oh boy well until then uh we got you we got one you good eye open <laughs> every one of you all right also i will say that it was pro- I, I sourcing it was by far the hardest part we found we went through a lot of different listings uh quite a few and we had a, several people just kind of combing through the internet seeing what what we could find and these things uh you know around this time december 2020 if you're looking for one um it's tough a lot of them have crazy scratches in the bezel a lot of them actually have ghosted bezels so we found some good examples where the bezel started to ghost and you know somebody pitched that and i said i don't i don't think the ghosted bezel is going to be kaz's kind of thing so we really uh we really just wanted to find the cleanest cleanest example it's perfect um and i'm so happy yeah i'm so happy you didn't do the ghosted bezel thing yeah yeah it's gonna just for anyone looking for these if if you're kind of on the fence still the way that Kaz was just know that these eventually are going to deteriorate deteriorate into a in in a condition that makes it difficult to find a a really good good example why does everything I love become hard to find we're kind of big zeros (laughs) well that's your masters lava medicals I don't understand (laughs) it why does everything I love run from me Michael I think most of the watches that you just named, it's actually because it's your fault. <laughs> to be fair, the Slava Medical was hard to buy, find before I ever brought it up. It just became That's harder true. to find. That's true. Um, the Rekenopic Zeros, they were everywhere. Now they're nowhere. Yeah. Uh, also, yeah. um, it is probably a good time for me to clear out about 40 emails from our inbox. Your Rekenopic Zero is fake. Yeah, I saw the, I, I saw the custom tag. Yeah, my, my, it got so bad I asked my wife I'm like hey babe can you go into our Gmail and just create like a custom folder where anytime someone just mentions a big zero it just goes in that folder and she did it and stuff just shows up in that folder I'm like oh that's good lots of more hearts to break lots of more hearts to break than I ever wanted to break <laughs> we'll, we'll make a whole episode for it the day that a real one actually hits the inbox I've seen maybe um, three that? I think three people have emailed me and they and they um and one of them I'll never forget it was so sweet it was uh, it was this person she was just like I'm looking for this watch I heard about and I've been trying to find it for my husband and I found oh, your, I remember that I one. found your yeah. article I found you know these listings are any of these ones uh, are these ones real and I'm like this one this this one is actually is actually somehow somehow real <laughs> <laughs> you fucking buy this shit and don't look back you know. Oh, that one, that one I'll never forget. But yeah, majority of the time it's fake. So I just I, I thought I'd just uh, I thought I would just clear up my inbox there. Put put that out there. Yeah, yeah. not real. Oh, and um, <laughs> no, I will not sell you my Slava Medical. Stop asking. <laughs> well, I'm glad you like the watch, man. It's perfect. The condition <laughs> is perfect. Had a very fun time sizing it. Um, it's not it's not a screw bracelet like the newer Seamasters or whatever. This thing is also completely quenched 
whatever thirst I had to maybe save up and get a newer ceramic Seamaster with the with the Master Coax and the deeper waves yeah. or blah, 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 blah. No, I don't want that shit. Th- this- those are nice. That That's a watch, though, that you get for a different reason. You know, this one, like you said, it, it is what it is because it's quartz uh, and it's an Omega with this kind of styling. Yeah, I, I think they're totally different watches. But the reason the reason with which I would need or it would be appropriate for me to get one of the newer ceramic dial or ceramic uh, bezel Seamasters, that reason will never come up for me. It's just, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I'm never going to hit hit it big on the stock market. I'm never going to, you know what I mean, do something that would necessitate a kind of... that. That's a hanging watch dong purpose. Not in the you same. You mean we're never gonna sell the the company to LVMH? <laughs> <laughs> Did we ever talk about that? Did we ever talk about LVMH's um uh, stake ownership in um in Hodinkee? Do you remember? Did you yeah. hear about that? Yeah, that's fine. Whatever. That's fine. We'll leave it at that. That's fine. <laughs> um, let's just say that's a series of events that happened. It certainly did. <clears throat> but yeah, so I guess so I guess if LVMH, you know, if we ever get that call, hello, Mike and Kaz, I'd like to purchase your very fine <laughs> a podcast or logical establishment. Really? Wow. I have no idea if that's how anyone at LVMH talks. That's just the first <laughs> accent I could fucking think of. All right. We'd like to purchase uh, your very fine ecological podcast. Like, you know you got the two rogue watch knobs, right? This isn't like... <laughs> One of them other shows, you know, too good. But yeah, so I guess if LVMH buys this, then yeah, I'll buy, I'll buy ceramic Bessel Seamasters with you. Fuck it. So, sounds like a plan, right? Yeah. High five, <clears throat> air, air five. There, <laughs> just did an air five. But um, huge thank you, Michael, to you, to everyone. This thing is, uh, you made a little brown boy's dreams come true. All right, hooray! It is a, a Hanukkah miracle. Okay, <laughs> hold on. Hey, babe, can you hear me? I'm trying to figure out what fucking night of Hanukkah was last night. I think it was. I think it was the third night. <laughs> I think it was the third night. Oh my god. Yeah, I keep asking my wife to ask me what time it is, so I can look at the watch and tell her what time it is. <laughs> Do you ever? That's how you know when you're really happy about a watch. You just want everyone to give to like ask you what time it is. I was um I was making a sandwich this morning and I was wearing the watch and I. I totally forgot I was wearing it, and as I was making the sandwich, the watch passed into my view, and my uh, and my heart like sunk because I saw it on my wrist. I'm like, oh my god, my god. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, dude, it's real. It's real. It's real. <laughs> Ugh. Let's do this. Let's let's do this. We have we have a Patreon audio wrist check to do. Would you like to intro this one? I've been talking too much. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Um, user HK Steve on the um, TBWS Slack channel is checking in with his Omega Globemaster on a uh, beaver tail strap, and that's something that we needed some clever uh, <laughs> kind of clarification on, on um, because I just imagined uh, a farm where beavers just get their tails torn off. Uh, four watch straps. I don't know if that's how they do it. I literally I pictured like shark fin harvesting, but the beaver version. Yeah. Like a bunch yeah. of dudes go with table legs and pillow sacks. They walk up to a dam and they just hit these beavers 
and they cut their tails off and they just throw the beavers back in the water and then they take like one percent of the tail to make a watch strap and then they throw the tail into the water and like that's how a beaver yeah. tail watch strap is made now, av- now available on crown and buckle right <laughs> I'm uh, sorry, guys. I don't know if you actually do that. But- LVMH, you can send your acquisition email to tbws.contact.gmail.com. Or I guess in this case, we should say Hermes, right? I mean, what we just said would probably really be on their radar. Yeah, probably. But it's it's a cool watch. Um, uh, he, he, he spent some time. Actually, I think... I think the uh, I think the folks in the Slack channel actually pushed uh, pushed him over the edge. I I. I think this one was acquired recently. I love this watch. I love the bezel. Um, I love the fluted, the flute, like the like a proper, very nice fluted bezeling. Yeah, and it's uh, it's one of those um, it's one of those Meta's certified master chronometers. I think when you buy, it, you get all this crazy paperwork um, for the certification, uh, the eight steps that it went through. Let's see what else. What are the? I'm not familiar. Uh, what is it? Metas? Yeah. Metas is a, it's a different um, meteorological cer- certification that they do. So it's all, it's like COSC, but a, a different, it's just a different certification. Oh, cool. Um, so that's, that's what Omega's into now. Um, let's see. So it's got to be zero to plus five seconds per day after being exposed to a magnetic field of 15,000 Gauss. Um, is that a lot of Gauss? I have no idea. Sounds like a lot of Gauss. Sounds like a lot of anything. Uh, and I don't know. It, this, um, they make it in a couple different metals. So 39 millimeters, you can get it in uh, stainless steel. You can get it in the Sednik gold, uh, two-tone, and there's even a version in platinum. I think, yeah, because I don't see white gold here. And I don't know if you have the platinum one, my dude, but uh, I guess you have the stainless steel one. He sent me uh, a really cool like wrist rolling video back and forth. I love the strap on here. I'm I, I feel bad for the beavers or whatever, um, yeah. but this it's a really good looking strap. I mean the the depth of the the texture is really good. It's it's almost everything I want from like a croc or alligator strap, but mm-hmm. better. And then you got the pie pan dial. Right. Pie pan. Is that what you call it? Pie pan? Mm. Pie pan dial. Looks like a pie pan. And uh like yeah, the, just a fine a fine omega watch that I think people don't really uh think about all too much. I am super not familiar with this. Um yeah. with these, but these are so badass. Just looking at his oh yeah, that 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 that, that looks like the pie pan because it has the straight because it's straight from uh, marker to marker. You know what I mean? Yeah. Very cool. And that's our that's our TBWS Slack fam Patreon thingy community wrist check. That's what it's called, right? That's probably what it's called now. Huge <laughs> thank you, huge shout out to HK Steve for joining us with the Patreon audio wrist check and joining me for very an historic and historic fuck grammar uh, wrist check of my own. <laughs> checking in finally with the uh, two five four one Steve. We did it, right? We did it, man. <laughs> I feel like Jim Carrey and Dumb and Dumber when he's walking out of the bar and they have the poster from the moon landing and he goes, what? <laughs> no way. That's great. <laughs> we landed on the moon. Like, that's how I feel right now. <laughs> that's great. Oh, <laughs> I know it's probably not, but I really hope he ad-libbed that because that would just... <laughs> <laughs> that would be so good. 
Oh, man. Oh, it's too good. But here, let us do this. Is there any... I want to get to these gifts. I, I, I want to get to these gift ideas because it is, it is important. I know I was very cynical and all whatever bullshit in the beginning of this show that I hope no one listens to anymore. But um, before we get to the gifts, is there any housekeeping um, that we need to... I don't think I've put anything new on the site yet. Oh, I will say just a shout out. Uh, the TBWS contributors are creating um, uh, the TBWS fam gift guide. So they're, uh, 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 the TBWS contributors last year, they did this as well. They put together a series of gift ideas for the holidays and things like that. So in congruence with Michael and Mai's choices here, um, keep an eye uh, sometime next week. Um, probably Tuesday ish. Um, yeah. For that piece to go up on the site as uh, as well. <sighs> I'm just ready for Christmas break. You ready for it? What does your yeah, Christmas break look like? Do you have the full like week between Christmas and New Year's, or is it like a long weekend for Christmas? You go to work for three days and then a long weekend for New Year's. It's one of those things where it's just basically slow all month, mm-hmm. but then you also have all of those days off, uh, so. You still have Christmas Eve, uh, Christmas Day, New Year's Eve, uh, New Year's Day, probably the day before the 30th. I don't know. We'll see. I got to look. I'm still new. Do you recall (laughs) the unbridled fulfillment you'd feel the day or two before winter break when you had the realization, like when you were in school, when you were in like grade school and you had the realization of, oh my God, I'm going to sit on my ass and play Final Fantasy VIII for three weeks straight. Yeah. Do you remember that feeling? It's been a long time since I've felt that feeling. I find myself often trying to chase that feeling, but I'm I'm coming recently I've come to terms with, you know, that's not a thing anymore. And I think that's um that's the part of growing up no one ever tells you about. Hey, I know some folks in high school and like early college that listen to the show. That's the thing about growing up they never tell you about. It's not so much that you get all these new things and gain a whole bunch of new stuff. You have to accept some things won't be the way they were when you were younger. And that's okay. The bagel bites will never taste the same. They'll always taste like plastic and sadness. That's what they yeah. taste like to me now. <laughs> yeah, but you you serve that with a side of four hours of Final Fantasy VII. And it's just... You're it's right better. there. You're right there. <laughs> right? Oh, man. I'm telling you, man. But here, Michael, let us do this. Let us... Try and help people out who um, are maybe trying to buy a gift for a watch enthusiast in their life, or maybe they're trying to figure out a gift for themselves. That is also entirely possible, because sometimes you want to get something for yourself, but you might be like Michael and I, where you're just like, I don't want to fucking watch. Like, um, you know what I mean? <laughs> I think you're good on watches. I think I'm good on. I'm gonna burn all my watches. I'm except except my new uh, Omega Seamaster and probably um, my Sovia watches and probably my Orange Stars. <laughs> all the other ones are getting burned though. Whoa there, whoa there, buddy. Right. <laughs> all right. Let's see. What do we got? What do we got? Should I start with a gift? I have four gifts here. Um, I've tried to frame my gifts as either like collaborative experiences or something that was more than just an item. Um, mm-hmm. The really annoying thing that I've found about gift giving is that people get so fixated on getting other people gifts 
it no longer becomes about that person you're buying a gift for. It becomes about you feeling really good about getting someone a good gift, which is like the fucked up part of gift giving, in my opinion. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. So <clears throat> my gifts are trying to skew that sort of focus from happening because when you're on the other side of that gift, someone that gives you a gift to make them feel better, you know it's happening. And like, it kind of feels weird. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna try to do everyone some favors with mine. I have four here that I think will be helpful. I'll save the least helpful for last. Um, how many do you have? Let's see, I got uh, one, two, three, four, five. Ooh. Six. I got six. Let's do this. You go first. <clears throat> so I want to start out with a book because I think that's something that a lot of okay, watch yeah. people get into. But the thing is, you fall into this uh, pit of $800 coffee table books uh, that that if, are just sold if, as if a luxury helpful, item. If it's helpful, I don't know if you know, we actually have a piece on the site that Damon Bailey, TBW's contributor extraordinaire, wrote about different watch books. So Okay, cool. In companion to your ideas, we can share a link uh, to that as well for folks. Yeah. I've been watching a YouTube channel uh, recently that's kind of under the radar, but really interesting and very helpful. Okay. Uh, if, if you're into old school military dive watches, the channel is called Watchistry. And he doesn't really have that many videos. He's got 450 something subscribers, a pretty small channel. Um, but he's got these crazy, super in-depth videos about, um, you know, Doxa, cool. you know, Vintage Tudor. And he's got a book specifically called Marine National. It's 77 bucks on Blurb. Uh, and judging from the knowledge that this guy seems to have, I'm thinking about getting it. So looks to be a, a book that's uh, about the exploration of French Navy timepieces and lifestyle so wow. um might be things like tudor and the other massive realm of french military uh dive watches which get to be pretty interesting and i don't know much about so you have a you have a link handy i do have a link uh let me send you the link to the book it's sold on blurb.com fuck is blurb it's probably one of those independent publishing sites where um you know, you can sell books and stuff or they'll, they'll print it as the orders come. Uh, but yeah, there's the book and then the YouTube channel is here. So that's my first pick. 77 bucks. Um, you know, there have been some other books recommended here and there, but it's, it ends up being the same ones every single year. Yeah. And it makes, it makes me want to buy them even less. <laughs> So uh, that's that's my first pick. Let's all make a concerted effort to make a man and his watch sales go down this year, right? <laughs> I was trying to not say the book, but yeah, that's one. That's, that's the just first been... book everyone thinks of, man. You yeah, know? it's an, and it's nice. It's got some good good pieces in there, some great photography, but it's yeah. We're not saying it's we're not saying it's, it's really bad. been shoved down shoved down our throats. Oh, yeah. it looks like this guy's got a got a video of the book. Uh, let me not play because I don't want my internet to take shit. Drop <laughs> that link in here in case you want to take a look. But this is a fun one. This is actually, I think, um, to your point, it's coming from someone who's very knowledgeable, and it's about a super niche segment of watch history that I think people would love to get lost in. You know? Oh yeah, I've I've 
I've done the rabbit hole of CWC collectors, and now just I'm I'm spiraling down in Instagram finding these French military watch collectors, and I think he's one of them. And they're they're just these crazy brands that you've never heard of before, and it's a lot of quartz dive watches with really cool styling, uh, same case style as as you would get on on some of the CWC watches, and it's just so really cool. cool to expand beyond Tudor and see what else they they use in the French Navy. Very cool. This is a good one. This is a good one. Uh, ooh, is it my go? Go for it. So this is an interesting one. This is not necessarily a thing. It's more an experience that you can do with the person you give the gift to or allow them to do. Um, my, I'm going to send you a link here from uh, one of our contemporaries. The gift idea that I have here is giving someone the tools and the directions they need to make a watch drawer. So not necessarily like... That. A watch box so I just shared a link with Michael um, for uh, the time bomb time bomb has got a really fun um, piece on how he had made a watch drawer and I'm sharing a couple links that he had shared has everything you need in there to make the watch drawer I'm just sharing a link for these drawer organizers that he uses from container store and this like foam pipe insulation that he uses for like the actual watch inserts so if you wanted to maybe think outside the box, the watch box um, <laughs> on this one, <laughs> here all week. Uh, the idea of giving someone everything they need to make a watch drawer, I think, would be fucking awesome because the watch drawer concept is one of those things I think enters into most watch folks' minds, but immediately kind of just gets dashed out when they say, "Well, I don't have everything." I don't want to try to like make things out of cardboard or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. And you don't, even, you don't necessarily have to follow this exact template. If you, you know, want, there are other instruction manuals or like links out there and how to make watch drawers and you can get um, that watch person in your life, the tools from that kit. Uh, but this was just one I thought was, well, I thought was actually pretty cool. Um, yeah. I thought this would be a fun one. <clears throat> Yeah, this looks pretty awesome. You know, I think a watch drawer would be badass. Yeah, I, I I fantasize about having something like this, but then also the the psychopath in me thinks that I need to have my stuff in fireproof pelican cases. So if there's uh, I don't know a zombie invasion or something, I can just like grab my watches and go. Um, well, you should probably should have one of those, but for your like social security card and like birth certificates and your Krugerrands. I mean, your watches. No, fuck that I mean, stuff. That's I know, funny. right? That stuff's in a plastic bag in the back of my of like a filing cabinet. It really is. In my yeah, it's where everyone keeps it. I know. I know we're supposed to have like fireproof boxes that we like bolt to the ground so it's unstealable. But like my birth certificates wrapped up in a jet blue napkin, I keep in my wife's craft closet. That's just dude. I think I think up until age. 25 or something i think i think my dad was still like you're you're not old enough to have your security your social security <laughs> card on you so i'd be i'd be calling him like hey dad what's my number right <laughs> when i when i left home when i when i left home um my dad like just gave that stuff to me like it wasn't there wasn't necessarily an emotional send-off but there was a legal send-off he's like listen this is everything 
yeah. this is this is everything in this in this like it was like it was like a green file folder. If this yeah. flies out the car window or whatever, you're you gone. No one. Like you don't exist. <laughs> It was the yeah. same the same case for me when I moved to Washington, but but then he also said, "Oh, and this file is the one you have to go for when I die. Just come here when that happens, and then everything you need is in there." All right, thanks, Dad. I'll tell you where to find the Jade Monkey before the next full moon. It's, it's perfect. Thanks, thanks, Dad. It's exactly what I needed. Fucking perfect. Oh, boy. But yeah, that's that's my my first one is this: the tools and instructions that someone would need to make um, their own wash drawer. You could do it with them um, if it's a spouse or a friend or something like that. Um, or you could just say, you know, hey, this is this is everything you need it should be here. You, I know you already have the tools. You can go and make it. I thought that would be a really, really fun thing to do. Yeah. Speaking of tools, I'm going to knock out two of mine right now because they're both tools. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> and <they're laughs> One of these I still don't have. <laughs> it's, it's just a set of digital calipers. Uh, with with the plastic tips for for watches. Oh, nice. Uh, it, yeah, this this one that I have on Amazon is nine bucks. Nice. Um, so let me let me show you the one that I got here. Yeah, I had to put uh, painters tape on mine because they're not like plastic; they're metal. So I don't want to like to, like not scratch my watch. So I had to keep like tape on. Yeah. So th- these the ones that I link to for you are are. Um, oh, these are awesome. Yeah. Yeah, nine bucks on Amazon. And then another tool that completely changed my life because I was so sick of buying crappy uh, spring bar tools. And I'm sure this has come up in a previous gift guide, but I'm still going to push the the Burjon, just the basic uh, spring bar tool. Yeah. It's 17 bucks on their website. It's probably similarly priced on Amazon. We have um, a review of this on the site. <clears throat> go yeah. and check it out it's it i've heard nothing but awesome things about this tool so if you're like me and you recently broke every spring bar tool you own trying to size your seabaster bracelet this might be a great time uh for you to pick up one of these uh bergeon bergeon burger burger whatever, whatever the you know what the fuck brand i'm yeah. talking about uh and the, six seven the way- six seven wash tools the way i heard people talk about them in the past it made me think that they were um I don't know, around a hundred bucks or something. But I guess those are the tweezers that are pretty popular too. But I don't know. I've never, I've never been in a situation where I thought to myself, "Well, I wish I had those hundred fifty dollar tweezers." <laughs> <laughs> this, this spring bar tool is, it, I don't know, it's pretty great. That's and, cool. Yeah, these are classic, 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 yeah. classic calipers, spring bar, uh, spring bar tool, spring bar tool that will not break. Mm-hmm. All right, <sighs> and to. Because I'm, I'm sure people are expecting to rehash an old joke, one that's not made of orphan teeth, which is probably yeah. one of the more remorseful things I've ever said on air. But it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Those are two good ones. Those are two good ones. Um, bah, bah, bah. Ooh, my turn. Yep. This is classic. This is classic. If you are in the position to be giving someone a gift, you have to accept the fact that you know what. Maybe a gift card is the best thing. However, you can still exercise some level of control and maybe even uh, a little bit of still feel like you're putting thought behind your gift if you get a particular gift card. I'm going to share two links with you, Michael. Uh, So for my... Where the hell did that go? I I just sent that to someone random. Oh, whatever. For mine, uh, for my second one, I suggested gift cards from either 
Crown and Buckle or Barton Watch uh, Barton Watch Bands? Two of my favorites. Right. Um, you can give someone the so you could literally get like a fifty dollar gift card and on Crown and Buckle alone the uh, amount of options and like different types of like watch straps that are on there. Someone will find something that they either have really wanted to try, or you know what? They're like, you know what? 50 bucks. It might be kind of fun to grab three random straps and just see, or two random straps and just see how it goes. I, I would suggest this one for someone that wanted to do something in the 25 to $50 range. Mm-hmm. Gift cards for either Barton, because I think Barton, with Barton, it's really just that, it's like one or two straps that's really big with them, right? Yeah, the uh, just the basic silicon one mm-hmm. uh, with the, the quick release uh, spring bars. Yeah, so good on any watch. Yeah, if you if you know someone in your life has mentioned Barton watch brands and you want to get them a gift, get them a gift card for Barton. Or if you want to mm-hmm. give someone the experience of maybe doing some uh, perusing and some shopping for different options, get them the card for um, uh, Crown and Buckle. Crown and Buckle is a great company. I bought from them. They're local here. Not here. I'm not in South Florida anymore. But they're local to South Florida. Um, I've had nothing but great experience with them. You know? Do you get your straps in like four hours? <laughs> I, a very out of breath person brings them to my door within the first day. You know <laughs> so he I mean? just runs. He okay. just runs. He just runs. He's, running. He's like, oh, Kaz, Kaz put an order and let me get my new balance on and let's fucking hit some pavement, man. You know? <laughs> too good but yeah that's that's my choice gift cards for straps straps gift card for either barton or crown buckle very cool mm-hmm. what about you what's next what's next on the gift gift docket so i also like to think about the intersection of hobbies when we uh when we talk about watches and if, if you just look at the overall ecosystem of content creators and community members that engage in watch talk and all this kind of crazy hobby stuff. You find people like uh, Nick Shabazz, who, who runs a, a channel um, where he does a lot of knife reviews and watch reviews. Yeah. So I, you know, moving, gosh, I don't know, five times in the last five years or something. I did. I did lose my my Benchmade Mini Griptilian, oh, which no. kind of sucks because yeah. um, it's a really good knife. So I replaced it with something. Uh, I think the price price range is probably similar, but um, you know you'll hear that same that Nick, that same content creator, talk about this knife a lot. So uh, the knife that I'm going to recommend, and I'm pretty sure that any kind of watch person could pretty pretty much appreciate this. It's the Spyderco Delica Four. Um, so I, I've seen, you know. Just because this guy that I mentioned is, you know, oh, cool. he's reviewing he's reviewing knives that can be thousands of dollars in some cases, but um, he, you know, he always mentions this one in a lot of his videos. So I, I ended up going for it, and it's actually really really good. And you have this, you have this one. I have it. I have misplaced it as well. That was fast. I think I still have it, but <laughs> either way, I'll recommend it. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not I'm not a knife collector or anything, but I like to have uh at least, you know, one or two um just in the car. Maybe it's in the car. I don't know. Might be I'll find car. it maybe. But yeah, it's it's a good one if you don't misplace it. That's pretty cool. How does how does this compare to your older um or your previous 
bench made. I, I think I think the quality is comparable. You yeah. know, yeah, that's super cool. So yeah, interesting. If you if you have someone in your life and you think they have this sort of delta where watch collecting might be sort of like a knife uh, enthusiasm thing as well. This could be a really fun thing to do. I mean, because what are these things? You sent me a link for Blade HQ, 84 bucks. Yep. So we're still in the realm of like under 200-ish dollars, which is where I tried to keep all my gifts. Mm -hmm. Um, You know what I mean? Yeah. Cool. That's a cool one. Yeah, I thought about doing the knife thing for a while. I was looking at a Spyderco, but it's just like... I just They're fun. They're fun, it's, and I just don't like opening boxes with my butter knives. <laughs> I, 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 well, here's the thing. Whenever I open a box, here's, here's the other thing also. Like, I, it's cardboard. Yeah. You don't have to very ceremoniously open a box. You can make it look like something ate its way out of a box because the box is going to get recycled anyway. So, like, I gave up just, like, delicately cutting tape on boxes and shit. You know what uh-huh. I mean? And once <laughs> I evolved past that point, I'm like, I don't need a knife. Like, I don't know. I just, I just, like, I just, the, I also get, I also get really freaked out whenever I'm on Instagram and people are like, oh, just got this new blah, blah, blah knife in. And they hold it in the least appropriate way to hold a knife where it's like the blades facing them and their palms wide open and it's covered in like Vaseline and they're riding a bike with one hand. And I'm like, man, can we just, it just makes me super like apprehensive. <laughs> the way people hold just hold the knife hold the knife as if you were about to ask for someone's money that's the way to hold a knife all right right oh boy unceremoniously obviously, obviously never in boy scouts those people <laughs> right i was never in boy scouts but you as our representative eagle scout can attest michael is the best way to hold a knife when you're threatening someone's life that's the best way to hold a knife right uh, let's be clear. I, I I dropped the whole thing. I think at Life Scout, not uh, Star. Yeah, didn't make it to Eagle. Star Scout. Okay, listen. First of all, Star Scout is way cooler sounding. <laughs> it sounds like a fucking X-wing fighter designation. Okay. I, I did not finish. <laughs> Star Scout. I get the Star Scout and call it a day. But like uh, later, nerds, and just fucking like leave. You know. <laughs> oh boy. Star Scout, man. This is a good one. This is a fun one. This is a fun one. Um, bah, 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 bah. I know you got to go. I got some more to get through here. Ooh, is it my we turn? time? Don't worry. Yeah, this is an interesting one. <clears throat> I'm gonna send you a link for my third-ish gift choice. If you are okay, maybe spending two or three hundred bucks, and you think the person you are buying a gift for might enjoy this, you should consider one of these um, make-your-own-watch kits. Hmm. So okay. I, I sent Michael this link from Esslinger. I bought from them before. Every, everyone knows them, obviously. Um, it's a watch kit that gives you everything you need to make your own watch. The one I just sent Michael in particular, it, it, it includes um, the steel watch case with the crystal already in it. has an NH35, got the movement ring. It has all your gaskets. Um, you can choose different dial options in terms of like dial colors and markers. Stems, crowns, uh, the hands are in there. It comes with the strap, spring bars, uh, even a watch box. There's even a tutorial on the Esslinger site that will walk you through how to build the watch. I think for someone that would like the experience of maybe taking their knowledge of 
further knowledge and enthusiasm, enthusiasm, enthusiasm about orology to a more... I can't think of a less fucking creepy way of saying it than intimate. So I'm just going to say intimate. If you want to mm-hmm. take your orological enthusiasm to a more kind of intimate, non-sexual huh, level, um, the, <laughs> the, the, the make your own watch kit is actually a really badass idea, I think. You know? I would break all of this. Um, that just looks good. That's fine. That's part of the experience. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's the thing also. If you do spend two or three hundred bucks getting someone the kit... And any tools that you might need, which the um, the the listing should explain, you have to accept. It's possible they're just gonna fucking break everything in that box, and the watch <laughs> is not like like the next time y'all meet for, for for salad croutons or whatever, they're not gonna be wearing that watch. That's I got, okay. I got this for my four year old. <laughs> right. That that's okay. It's okay. It's not so much like, hey, I gave you this thing so you can make your own watch. It's more, hey, I gave you this thing so you could have the experience of what it would be like to put a watch together. You know. So, I thought this was a fun one. Very cool. I dig it. And there's different. There's there's multiple. <laughs> uh, kinds of kits on here. The one that I shared with Michael, it's like a straight up like three hander. Um, it has the Esslinger logo on the dial, but in all honesty, you can probably just buy a different dial, you know, in here or whatever. Um, if if someone was weird about that, but yeah, excuse me, it's uh, let me see here, an inch thirty-five. How big is this thing? I think it's thirty-nine. It's forty millimeters, um, twenty millimeter lug width. It's just pretty badass. Like I, I just, I, th- I just think that'd be a fun thing to do. Let me see what other kits are on here. I'm, I'm sure there's other companies that have kits as well, but I mean, whatever. This is just the this is just a, a site that I'm I'm familiar familiar with and aware of and shit like that. So, ooh, there's even a retro version here. Check this out. <laughs> this thing is this thing is like almost brawn like brawn esque with this like case shape. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, and this one's quartz. Cool. Quartz. Yeah, that's. I mean that's that's even potentially even more interesting. Yeah, and it's sixty bucks. So if you were apprehensive about spending two hundred bucks on something that someone um, might basically annihilate, you could spend sixty bucks and get them the quartz one. If they weren't a quartz, quartz watch knob, yeah, yeah. If they were a quartz watch knob, fuck them. They shouldn't be your friend anyway. Um, <laughs> you know. So this is pretty cool too. So that's that. That's my. That's the last of my experienced options because the last thing I have to talk about which I'll get to after years it's just if you really want to get someone a fucking watch there is only one watch that will help you but here Michael what's what's I'll, I'll, I'll save that one for last what's your what's your next pick I'm going to pick something else that I lost which I'm kind of sad about but it's it also kind of spans through this other area of interest which is space you remember that Fisher space pen that, um, I totally lost that thing. Kinda Is it the sucks. one that writes upside down? I think it writes upside down or writes underwater or something like that, but it's kind of fun. Uh, there are some serious pen people in the community. Um, Hell yeah, dude. We've got a couple on the Slack channel as well. Fuck yeah, I was just going to get a Ben. Ben's, Ben's a pen guy. But, uh, I, I mean, I can, I can never get that crazy about pens. Maybe. I don't know. I might have said the same thing about watches, so who knows? <laughs> but you can buy these things at REI. Apparently, you can probably get them on Amazon still. And I think the prices went down. This thing is uh, twenty six bucks, 
Okay. You know, it's, so it's, kind of, it's kind of like, oh man, yeah, some pens are hundreds of dollars, no. uh, maybe even more. <laughs> Listen to me. I thought Rolexes were hundreds of dollars. <laughs> uh, there's probably $4,000 pens. Who knows? Um, but yeah, this is kind of a fun thing. You can get it in black or this kind of uh, polished chrome sort of finish. And uh, it's, it's just sort of a geeky gift. And um, I kind of miss mine. So maybe maybe I'll pick one up someday. I don't really do any writing. Uh, I use a lot of note-taking apps. I use, uh, e- even during work calls, I don't really take uh, written notes anymore. I I'm used to when I was in yeah. person more. I'm so I'm so wasteful. I I hand write notes like because I have to do a, I have to do a bunch of like calls for work and shit like that. So like I can't type and work at the same time. So I hand like my I just have notebooks full of like number twenty three looking notes. Like I, you know what I, I did mean? that I did that more when I was on campus and mm-hmm. jumping between meeting rooms and stuff. But at home, I don't know. I just I just open up. Uh, what's I don't know. What's the Microsoft one? One note, yeah, I use that a lot. So, mm. um, but yeah, this is a cool gift. It's uh, it's also, I don't know, one of those EDC kind of things. I think it qualifies. People, you know? people dig. Uh, I don't know. You're not really going anywhere, and considering your pocket carry much these days, maybe. <laughs> uh, but I think it's a fun gift, and um, yeah, again, twenty six bucks, pretty accessible. I love the design. It's a very just clean design you know yeah. um yeah i actually think this is pretty badass yeah hmm. what's the drag like what's the what's the pen drag like <laughs> do people I care about that so... shit with these pens probably probably i don't know anything about pens man too good too good uh so i have one last one left but it it, it, it kind of branches off into several Was that your last one? I got one more. Okay. Is it a watch? It's a watch. Okay, so should I do my... Because mine's a watch as well. Should I do my watch and then you do your watch? Yeah, go for it. If you are adamant for some misguided fucking reason about getting, like, no, I'm going to get, I don't know, Jason a watch. I'm going to get Timothy a watch. I'm going to get Sarah a watch. If you have to for some fucking reason try to impress someone and get them a watch as a gift for the love of god just get them an orient bambino but get them the bambino that suits their taste there are six or seven different versions of the goddamn orient bambino what i would suggest is if you know if you think your friend uh, or your spouse, you know, um, if they're more into like old worldy charm, get them the Orient Bambino version two, which has a very old world, almost pocket uh, uh, watch style look. If they're into something more sort of mid-century mod, clean line kind of bullshit, get them the version three Orient Bambino. If they're very into minimalism or whatever, don't get them anything because that would just be really annoying. But if you had to get them something, you can get them the version four. Um, version one of the Orient Bambino is just a it's just a straight classy regular timeless dress watch you Mm -hmm. know what I mean Um, there's this Orient small hands which is also kind of old worldy in that with the sub second register it kind of has a pocket watch ish vibe Um, 
The Orient Bambino open heart would be fun for someone who was maybe timeless and classic, but had a little bit of like a personality edge. Like they wore a really nice classic suit, but then like Converse or some stupid shit. You know what I'm saying? Like you could maybe get them the fucking Bambino open heart. I would not try to impress them with the watch brand or whatever the fuck it was. I would treat it as a fashion watch and try to get them something that appealed to their taste predilections if you for some fucking reason had to get someone to watch i would probably do an orient bambino and i would try to match it to um maybe some of their design tastes you know what i mean i think that's a fair that's a fair uh, approach yeah and i say that cautioning you don't get them a watch yeah but if you have to <laughs> seriously consider a bambino that matches the like a style, you know what I mean? Yeah. These things, these things are all like under two hundred easily. The Bambino is yeah. incredibly affordable. In-house movement, um, really gorgeous watches. Also, I mean, all the styles. I love all the styles. Version two is my favorite because I think we actually mentioned. I think actually the Bambino came up as one of our picks on the uh, best watches under two hundred dollar episode we did um, uh, a couple of weeks back. So that's my final pick. If all else fails, you can get them a Bambino. Well, I'll preface mine with the same kind of advice. Uh, you really have to know their style, uh, you know, just kind of vibe they like when it comes to uh, just attire and um, just taste for design, things like that. Yeah. Um, but I would pitch actually just the Timex MK1 aluminum case, 40 millimeter. Uh, that one also comes in a couple different flavors. There's the all black one mm. uh, that I mentioned. There's the one that's blue. There's one that is just basically that same aluminum color tone. And I think they have some other crazy ones with a, a blue blue crystal, blue dial, blue markers, everything. Um, and yeah, that's, that one is 67 bucks on Amazon right now, so it's nice. not even that risky. Um, and you know what? If they don't... If they don't like it, it might be just... might just end up being that watch that they keep in the glove box of the car uh, in case they... They forget their watch at some point or they go camping and they just want something that they can beat around when they're outside for 67 bucks they can totally be that watch right. even if it doesn't end up being uh, a special occasion watch or a nice watch that they wear every single day it can just be that one utility watch yeah that is actually the watch that lives in the toolbox can i, I just know. can i just say I, I now officially know you've been out of florida for too long don't leave anything in your glove compartment <laughs> it's gonna melt man all right or immolate okay gets fucking hot gets that hot is true here. that is true well <laughs> they tell you not to leave anything in your car here also but it's for different reasons um <laughs> but yeah that's that's my watch pick uh 67 bucks yeah I'm cl i keep clicking through these different options uh, the MK1 collection around. is great because yeah, yeah, like I think if you have someone and you know they kind of like military-esque pieces, um, that sort of design, but you aren't really you're afraid of maybe getting the wrong thing, you can maybe find something that's appropriate within the MK1 collection or um, yeah. or or Timex might do gift cards. Get them a Timex gift card and say, hey, check out the MK1 collection. There's a hundred bucks in this gift card. You can find something awesome there. You know what I mean? I'm all, oh, I'm, yeah. a, I'm also a huge proponent of gift cards. I know people don't like them, but I really like I really like gift cards. 
It's a really good point. It's a really you know? good point. People are like, oh, but it needs to be like a personal gift. It's like, yeah, you can personally respect my fucking wishes and get me a goddamn gift card <laughs> instead of us going through this fucking charade of like, oh, great, you got me, uh, you got me a tie with uh, anchors on it. This is gonna be perfect for me to hang myself with as soon as we're all done with this fucking shit show. You know what I mean? Like, you're gonna get so many gift cards. This <laughs> <year>. <laughs> I'm gonna give everyone your address. Jesus. No, don't. You mean how many boxes of bees they'll get sent to me? Just get boxes of dead bees. Oh, boy. Oh, man. But this has been fun. I think we've put together... Uh, I think we've bent over fucking backwards also to not say, hey... The the time you know the Casio DW blah 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 makes a great gift for new dads blah blah yeah everyone knows that yeah right? everyone fucking knows all the best watches to get um, if you have a watch person in your life and you're inclined to go to Reddit or a Facebook group and be like hey my spouse uh, you know I want something not special for my spouse. You know, he or she has these watch brands. I want to get them a watch. What would be a nice one? Honestly, seriously consider instead one of the things we brought up that wasn't a watch. Because it's just, it's tough. Mm -hmm. It's really, really tough. Yeah. It's, um, you have to be on a level of intimacy with the person that's very much evocative of that. It's totally fake. I'm so certain it's fake. So please don't think that it's real. But do you remember that old Facebook meme that was going around that like, Japanese folklore says there's three faces. Do you remember this? No. There's three faces. The one face you show uh, everyone, the one face you show friends and family, and the face that you show no one. Like, you have to be on the <laughs> level of intimacy where you might actually know what that face that they show no one is in order to be comfortable enough to get them a watch. You know what that's I mean? That's true. Yeah. Um, again, I preface, I'm fucking so certain that's not a... I think... I think someone with a waifu shirt made that shit up in like 2002 and posted it on the live journal. I really don't know if that's like a real thing or not. So please don't send me your emails or if you have to, <laughs> I'm not going to respond to them. But I just remember that was a big thing that was going around and like, yeah. Yeah. If you also, if you want to buy somebody a watch, I would recommend being part of a community like our Slack channel because then you can make a very well-researched very well-intentioned, coordinated effort to to get something awesome for somebody, kind of like we did for you, Kaz. Collusion, <laughs> collusion, and subterfuge. That's man. that's the way you do. That's the way you get somebody to watch. <laughs> it takes a village. If you take anything away from this, know that sending a few messages on a board is not going to do it. It takes a fucking village to get a watch person a watch gift. <laughs> All right. Gideon and his army of 300. <laughs> That's what it's it takes. It, it, it's Hanukkah, so we could do the Maccabees story. That might, that, that mean, that might count as well. You know what People I mean? People have been writing it about the Bible fan fiction. <laughs> <laughs> we, we'll do it, guys. All right? We'll begrudgingly do a Bible fanfic podcast, if need be. Okay? We'll do a Bible fanfic Lord of the Rings crossover podcast. What do you think? <laughs> The, fan, the fanfic world is fucking 
full of lechers and we, it'd, be fun, it'd be funny people. if that's what takes off for us we we get invited to speak at comic-con in, in like one month it just works out that's what ends up working out for us we put so much effort into the podcast. talk to us about the thought process between aragorn fighting you know herod's uh herod's <laughs> legions and his uh roman conspiracy uh well see uh, we got super drunk one night and we all took off our shirts <clears throat> and we were watching veggie tales um <laughs> Oh, Veggie Tales. And we thought, <laughs> love it. And we thought, hey, wouldn't it be cool if? And it really just kind of spiraled out of control. Uh, you know, from there we workshopped it for a while. We reached out to the community. You know, meanwhile I'm sitting there, together. I'm sobbing into my palms, saying, I just wanted to talk about watches. I didn't want to talk about that. I didn't want this to be it. Damn it. <laughs> this is this is a good episode. This has been a fun. Bottom line is you should you should come to the Slack channel. Just come then to the yeah, if you, you if can you, do things like this <laughs> for Cass. <laughs> if you if you want to support the show, if you want to get in on the fun, go and check out our Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash There you'll get all the info you need and all the bullshit to get into Patreon. You have to opt into our hanging watchdog tier, and then um, I'll just send you I do I manually send people invites to the Slack channel, blah blah blah. That's how you do it. I try not to talk mm-hmm. about Patreon. Because people get bad when I do it. Um, which is funny because, uh, you know, it's, it's a free show, so. Yeah. <clears throat> Whatever. It's a free show, and. It's a free show, and, and it's a free show, and in my efforts to get no one listening to the show anymore, fuck you, all right, if you get <laughs> mad when we bring up Patreon, okay? It is Sunday afternoon, okay? And my wife ate lunch without me because I'm sitting here recording a show. <laughs> for people who probably wouldn't care if I died. I mean, some of you would. 25 of you would. I know that much. You, Michael, and your other 24 Kurosawa-style Ronin would probably care uh, if I died, you know? Yeah, I think it's, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> I hope everyone enjoyed the show. Do seriously consider some of these gift ideas if you have to get uh, a watch person a gift um, in your life. Um Help everyone stays uh, uh, safe and healthy. Happy, ho- happy holidays to everyone. You know, we'll probably do at least one more episode uh, before the year is up, I think, right? Maybe. Maybe. Oh, may actually, I'm looking at the calendar. Oh, shit. Let's see. Let's see what happens. Let's see. Let's see what happens. Yeah, let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. Thank you so much to everyone for listening and being a part of this historic risk check. Finally wearing my Omega Seamaster. Two five four one. It's pronounced Omega Nerds. I gotta do this call. I I have been I have been having a good time playing with the helium escape valve to help all that helium escape the watch that builds up. You have to you have to release the helium or else Xenia will pop out of your closet and kill you. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> that's the truth. Alright, Michael. Um I think that's it uh check out the show notes for all the links and bullshit we talked about um let us know your thoughts on the show um you know on instagram or on the website twobookwashingops.com um i guess that's it is that time is that sad time sad time but people will enjoy this episode and probably make somebody's uh holiday very special because of us because of us you know what i'm excited for i'm excited over the course of the next five years for you to keep losing and buying knives and then one day you find all your knives and you just realize you became a knife collector by default because <laughs> you just kept rebuying knives 
And so it's like, I, I just found 50 knives in my couch. I guess, I guess I'm a knife collector now. I can't, I can't. Between this and photography, I can't have another hobby. No. And guitars. Jeez. Yeah, no. I don't have time. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's. I need to buy beans. Dried beans. Oh my God, that's right. Did we talk about that on air? You're going to be Dr. Legume? Or was that was a private Costco, conversation? I was at Costco yesterday and I knew they were cheap. It was a 25-pound bag of dried pinto beans. You want to know how much that thing was? $14. Oh, my God. You'd, you'd be the bean king. You'd be Dr. Bean. <laughs> I told Nora, should we buy this? She's like, it, we, we wouldn't even finish that in a year. Babe, <laughs> babe, in the land of the bean list, the man with 25 pounds of dried pinto beans is king. Don't you understand? This is, Michael, you have to, you have to, it's very important you sit your wife down and explain to her this is bigger than you or her, all right? I just, just got to watch Walking Dead with her, and then she'll be convinced. <laughs> just, no context, just play it, and then five minutes in, just go, huh? <laughs> huh? Like, what the fuck are you asking me for? I don't understand what's happening. <laughs> oh, man. We needed a preppers episode, maybe just for the Patreon. Yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> I want to do, do a preppers episode just to let everyone know Hey, if you fantasize about the zombie apocalypse and how cool it would be to stay on top of a 7-Eleven and like snipe zombies or whatever, the reality is there's a 99.99% chance you're the fucker that dies in the first 30 seconds of the zombie apocalypse. All right. And everybody takes your stuff. And everyone takes <laughs> your stuff. And zombies will eat your corpse and think like, like any, you... In your mind, you're always a hero of your, your own story, but in reality, you're just a fucking toilet cleaner. All right? So you shouldn't wish for the zombie apocalypse. Let's just wish for everything to be normal until we all just die of boredom. That's the dream. All right? God. I just get pissed Fine. off. I guess I get pissed off when people are just like, oh, it'd be so cool if werewolves attacked. Would it? Dude, would it be cool if werewolves attacked? I don't think it would be. Idiots, dude. God. A fine end to the holiday episode. <laughs> oh, come, oh, come, Emmanuel. <laughs> right? Come, Emmanuel. Let's just have a fucking boring-ass 2021. All right? <laughs> God in heaven. Michael, let us do this. Let us let the kids go. Kids get back to all their holiday planning and bathroom crying or whatever people do during the holidays. We all have our, have our traditions. Um, is it... <laughs> Is it that? Is it that sad time? That sad time. I hope I've, you all enjoy the episode. I've and... cried in so many bathrooms that if I actually did call Bloody Mary, she'd be like, "Hey, man, are you okay? I've seen it's really seemed like you've been struggling with a lot." I'd be like, thanks, Bloody Mary. <laughs> I really appreciate you. Really appreciate your kindness and noting uh, of my perpetual sobbing in bathrooms. But here, let's do this. I cut you off. Let's let the kids go. Let's let the kids go. <sighs> Thanks, everyone. My name is Mike. And this is Kaz. You have been listening to Two Broke Watch Snobs. Later. Later.